John got his blunt. I got my polo. Lloyd <laughs> <laughs> got his Pikachu hat. <laughs> I think we said. <laughs> 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 Don't trust me like that, man. Oh, man. I almost died. Oh man, my bad. <laughs> I almost died. Oh man, alright, I'm ready. Alright. Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast, another edition, episode 25. Milestone. Milestone. 25 episodes in, man. Of course, we got the king. King Sean in this building. Yes, putting sir. the crown on. Yes, sir. We got Zero, of course, today, aka Lando, <laughs> aka, aka <laughs> the Chancellor of Charisma, and of course, Polo, literally Polo Sunshine with the yellow polo on today. <laughs> Lando, yeah, the Duke of Devon. He's trying to see what it's coming. He's trying to see what it's coming. First of all, when you was when you was melanated as I am, <laughs> you look good in every color. All right, there ain't no test. They yeah. all test well. <laughs> hey, those spring colors be it, bro. Hey, to say. hey, they get different. Oh man, man, but uh. Man, you know, it's been it's been good. It's been good so far. We got we don't got too many topics for this week. Um, but you know, we're gonna get deep into these, man. So um, first of all, um, as usual, uh, how was your week? Um, uh yeah, I mean it was pretty eventful. I guess it's my first week back to work, so I mean that was dope. Got some. Okay. Uh, uh, actually, actually, it was a great week. Let me say, I uh, closed on my house on Wednesday. I bought a what? house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So I did that. So yeah, man. After that, it was, it's just been a, a good week, man. Took the kids out uh, yesterday to this place called Thunder Valley out here. <laughs> called my boy Rail up, and we all took the kids out there. Uh, got on the go karts, air hockey, you know the arcade thing. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. man, but yeah, bro, it was a good week overall, bro. Great week overall, up, man. Congratulations, yes, sir. Man. Appreciate that, brother. Congratulations, that. man. Zero. How was your week? <clears throat> My week was pretty standard, but um, yeah, got a. Uh, heard some unfortunate bad news today like maybe like an hour before the podcast started um my wife's grandmother she had contracted covid a couple weeks ago now they now they're gonna do treatment on her to, um to see if she can last through the night if not then they may have to put her in um in a medically induced coma to see if her breathing would get back to normal. Mm. So it's like I almost didn't come on today, but 
wife was like she didn't uh she didn't want to take me away from y'all and as long as as long as as long as I uh make sure that she's alright as soon as I get off of here she doesn't mind me doing the podcast so yeah that's why I haven't been laughing and joking um before cause um like it's cause it's something that she said and it hit me and it was, she said something about she didn't have enough time for with her grandmother she lives in Florida and it hit me because it's like no matter how long you're with somebody the moment things start going awry you always talk about you never have enough time you can be friends with somebody 40 something years if they pass away in year 41 you feel like you didn't have enough time with them. it's like if I only if I was only able to spend one more day with him or her if I was only able to if I was only able to call them one time it's like no matter how much time goes by it's never going to be enough so like it hit me when she said that it's like you know when you think about it a lot of things we take for granted and it was like I felt like that's why she didn't want me to not do the podcast today because she didn't want me to just she didn't want me to just not do it for her sake it was like you know it's yeah it's like just her saying that really hit me so it's like you know kind of kind of on the fence today so oh, tonight anyway so I'm gonna push through it because that's what she wants me to do. But yeah, other than the week is like that really hit me. It's just saying that you don't. She didn't have enough time. That's it's time is time is short, so you never have enough for for everybody. In my opinion, that's just how I felt about. That's just how I'm feeling so far. Hope she um, hopefully she'll she'll get better, man. Hope she'll get better. You know, we've uh we joked about the corona being mad soft, but um, you know, for that's not the case for everybody and especially for the elderly. So um so yeah, definitely, definitely. Um my week my week was actually um pretty good uh for the most part. So I got a fair foul. So right. <laughs> I read. I read a lot of books. Um, but I've been reading this one book for forever because I just never really had time to sit down and read read it. Um I, I kinda wish I downloaded it to my iPad except for buying the hard copy. Um but uh you know I'm like 70% of the way through this book, but I bought a book light. And uh, the Duchess was making fun of me for buying the book light. So, Wait, what? 
Yeah, she was like, what you need a book light for? I said, oh, you know, so when, when y'all go to bed or whatever, you know, I, I can read my book. So she's like, man, you don't need that, man. this, that, and the other. So 20 minutes prior <laughs> to us getting on this podcast, guess who's using <laughs> my book light? <laughs> So fair or foul, <laughs> making fun of somebody for buying something and then using it for your own good. <laughs> That's foul. Hey, you gonna you gonna you gonna question my you gonna question what I purchased? It's like it just for you to use it. It's like you know you know what I would have done. I would have snatched a light and said, "Get your own damn light since you want to use mine." <laughs> Using my goddamn light. So buy your own yeah, triple A's. Yeah. Does it come with batteries? Yeah, the um the the little the little um disc batteries. It's like get your own damn disc batteries, yo. I think I lost one of them already because it came with oh two. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now she found it, that's why she was using it. No, no, no. I use a book like it's been it's on the dresser or whatever. Oh, okay, I was about to say she found the just... <laughs> It's just so funny because she was making fun of me for buying the book light, saying, "Oh, that was waste of money," and now she over here using my book light. So it's like, "Yo, this chick, man, it's a wild it's like, girl." Man. It's like the sipping yeah. juice. That's a, I, I was gonna say that's a woman thing, like just like a sipping juice, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> a piece of your fries, uh, and some stuff like that. That was like that every one, time thing, that, bro. One, that one Kevin Hart joke where he's like, uh, where you where you get mad at your girl for trying to take a sip of your juice. <laughs> you <start laughs> you asking for a sip and you want to go take a double sip. <laughs> oh man, sipping my goddamn juice, man. And then, uh, but you know, outside, you know, just, I just found that funny, man. But um, we went to. Um, Ocean breeze this week, um, uh, man. Yo, I'm actually not thinking about it. I've been been treated bad all week, man. Because not this ain't bad, but so you get the ocean breeze, and she's like, "Oh, you know, we gonna get on the ride." Da da da. da. My brother's coming. His girlfriend's coming. All this other stuff. So we get there, and you know, she takes she takes the baby into this little wave pool thing. For like maybe 10 minutes. She goes, okay, I'm gonna get on some rides, you know, um, just be with Ava. I ain't see that girl for another three hours. <laughs> she just had to be the baby and dipped. <laughs> what happened the weekend? <laughs> now, of course, somebody had to be with the baby. And her brother ended up coming up by and he was like, hey, you want us to take the baby while you go? But we was already about to leave in a little bit. I'm like, nah, it's straight, but you know, me and Coco Puff said, uh, um, said pretty much spent the whole day uh, together, you know, playing in the water or whatever. And then, um, and then I saw these seagulls jump these two girls for their fries. Like squad was deep, so it was uh, kind of funny how, how that happened too. But um, it's been a good week. She was on vacation. Duchess was on vacation all week, so I'm um, taking the kids out and stuff like that. So um, yeah, man, it's been a good week. But uh, but shoot, getting into some of these podcast uh, topics, um, <clears throat> man, it's good to be right. 
first of all, King Sean, did you did they run you your ducats, man? Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. okay, because because six. Yes, sir. Ooh. Yes, sir. Run me yes, my sir. ducats. You yes, know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. Bucks in six. I picked the Bucks. I didn't pick a. I didn't predict a game. King Sean had more brave bravery than I did because he said six from jump. And uh, <laughs> and you know it was like the media was overreacting, like oh snap, Bucks down 0-2, like they weren't down 0-2 against Brooklyn. And um, everybody thought the series was over. And uh, the Bucks came back to win four straight. I think when we we had spoke about it when we said it was down um, 0-2 against Atlanta too, if I'm not mistaken. No, 01. It was one. Yeah, 01, okay. Yeah, they, they lost game one. They lost oh, yeah, game yeah. one. But, um, and, uh, you know, we watching, I think I said after game two, I think we did a podcast and it was like, um, yeah, they had to go, like, Giannis going to have to put up Dwayne Wade type performances. And he did one better. <laughs> you know, it was crazy what he was doing, especially those last four games. He wasn't settling. He was like, yeah, none of these guys can stop me one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. And um, he, like King Sean said um, a couple, or I think last episode where it was like, yo, Giannis is an underrated passer. And uh, that helped. But you know, this game six had just passed, um, you know, Middleton nor Drew Holiday were having very good offensive nights. Um, of course, uh, Drew Holiday, when, when um, Giannis was off, on the bench, he made a couple threes that kind of, you know, kept it, kept the, the Suns at bay. Then Chris Milton hit some clutch baskets towards the end, but it was all about Giannis um, that night. And uh, me and King was texting each other during the game. And I was like, yo, what if Giannis go for 50? He was like, nah, 45. And then my man hit the 50 piece nugget. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you know, hey, hey, like, before he hit the 50 <laughs> piece, so I took him back. <laughs> I texted him back as soon as he had about about 40, because it was halftime, he had 33. I said 45. Yeah. He came out, he scored probably about like seven to eight. I said, yeah, he going for that 50. Yeah. <laughs> he said 55. I said, nah, yeah. I don't know about Yeah, 50. he was like, he was like 50. But you know, he he probably could have, he started, when the gate got tight, he started passing the ball up so he wouldn't have to shoot the free throws, which he was smart. Was. That was a smart play, but if he would have kept I mean, it at the rate he was hitting, yeah, I would have hit the 55, though. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. I was like, nah. I was like, bro, fuck that. I'm not passing the ball. You 17 and 19 tonight. You 17 and 19 tonight from the free throw line. I am not passing the ball for nobody. Yo, I'm getting all my points, boy. Yes. Oh, yes. man. But, um, but, man, he was so sensational. Um, one of the best, One of the best individual performances I've seen in a in a game um some people brought up like lebron's i think lebron had a triple double in that 3-1 comeback in the last game but personally outside of that one defensive play at the end like lebron really didn't shoot the ball well um and you know when you when you think about like assists and rebounds you don't really think about rebounds but assists none of his assists were really like flashy or anything like that so like that game though the magnitude of it was so great the things i remember most was Kyrie's shot and lebron's block and also kevin or um uh kevin loves defense 
on uh, on Steph at the end of the game. You know, so like I don't really remember much of LeBron's game, and I watched that entire game, but I do remember Dwayne Wade's game six. I do remember Michael Jordan's game six, both game sixes against Utah. So you know, it's just like I, so, but uh, more so but than '98. So it's just like. I don't think he more so remember Bronze just because he dropped that 40, he dropped 241, 40 over, I think it was a 43, 45, I think, and then a 41 or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just talking about when it comes Before to the that. closeout, when it comes to yeah. the closeout game. So, like, I know people brought it up because he had a triple double, but, and he had, he his, his stat line was great, but I was like, I remember him struggling from the field most of the night. Yeah. So, like, you know, so I personally, LeBron's game seven wasn't that impressive to me, but it was an impressive game. It was one of the best games I've watched as a game. But as far as LeBron's specific performance, it's not really memorable for me. But, um, and I, of course I'm a LeBron hater, but like I've, there's been more, I've, I, I remember LeBron dropping 40 something against the, uh, against the Celtics and how sensational he was in that game. Or LeBron's game seven against the uh, Spurs. I don't remember what he scored, but he was hitting jumpers like left and right. Like his mid range was like out of this world, kind of like Giannis's free throws. Like he was like, yo, he usually don't be hitting those shots. He hitting them all night to me. So, you know, I, there's memorable games I have with LeBron. That trip, game seven triple double is not one. But, um, but man, y'all, y'all tell me, for, well, I know King Sean watched the game. I'm not sure if you watched the zero, but um, y'all tell me, you know, what y'all felt about the game itself, and then we'll go into kind of the storylines that branch off of that. Yeah, I wasn't able to watch the game, so I don't really have much to say about it. Okay. Easily the best game I've ever seen. No, well, not the best game, but like the best thing I've ever seen in the finals. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. Without question. When you score damn near almost 50% of the points, and everybody talks about games at six of Jordan because he scored over 55 points, I think, for them. Or 45. Yeah, I, think, I think the score was 87 or something like that. Yeah, he scored like he scored like 50, I think it was 54% of their points or something like that. Yeah. But, but he took 35 shots. He yeah, should have. <laughs> when, you, when you see Giannis and, and how efficient he was, and like I said, he did it all, even from the free throw line, man. Yeah, everything, 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 everything. Mm. He made mm. eight smaller, uh, like scared at the yeah. line, yeah. and like he wasn't even a real seven footer out there. Oh yeah, he was six two. He was six two. <laughs> I was like, Lord have mercy, but that's that's. I, like I said, I had to I had I had to give Giannis respect. Everybody's saying they're not a super team. I don't think they're a super team either, but I'm not gonna sit here and say that Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are when they are. Gotcha, gotcha. Um I think all right, so just to go back to the game and uh, something that King Sean has said. I think last episode was everything changed after that block when it came to Aiden. Aiden played with no confidence. And also that game, he, he was actually locked up. He was three for nine. It's like, you shouldn't be three for nine as a center that gets run, like run, um, like run-ins. You know what I'm saying? Like his, his role is to dive to the basket. All your shots are layups. You know what I'm saying? Layups and dunks. So 
you shouldn't be that inefficient when you're not shooting jump shots. Just Jay Crowder had more than him. More rebounds than him. I think it was Jay Crowder actually had double the rebounds at 89. Yeah. And I believe it were seven total people overall between both teams that had more rebounds than Yeah, he played he played very small. And um, you know, everybody's like, Well, he's a kid and I'm like, Well, y'all were there was people saying that he was looking like David Robinson. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, now, now, now he a kid when he went against, went up against a real man. Because you know, like, it's it's just so weird how we just flip narratives all the time. And Laura's, let me rephrase that. The media flips narratives all the time. And we we're usually pretty consistent with our takes and everything like that. So I ain't gonna put that on us. But um, but yeah. And um, what's his name? What's his name? Didn't really show up. Uh, Booker didn't really show up. Um, like I said, he and didn't everybody's want, talking about he, 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 he didn't want that big game, but it didn't look like a twenty-eight points per game. Nah, and then like yeah, yeah, that's why I was like, yo, I know, I know, like one of the games he had dropped forty, and he was playing well, but it just, it, it just never, it didn't feel like a forty-point game for some reason. It was like a quiet forty, and I don't because know it's just because free throw. yeah, exactly, and it was just like okay, like. But I don't know, man. But it was a great game. But um, that is one of the narratives King Sean brought up that uh, Stephen Jackson had said that uh, that dumb <laughs> that the the Bucks are a super team, which is completely false. Oh um, my goodness, which is completely false. But um, just just kind of breaking it down. I'm not sure what he, he, his, he explained, like, how Jake, Drew Holiday was um, a two-way player, an elite defensive player, and Chris Middleton is a closer. And so that's why they're a super team. He was like, don't act like they were playing with a bunch of D-League players. And I posted, I posted it, or no, I, I didn't post it, but I commented on it saying, um, but Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker, two starters on the team, were D-League players. Not saying that they were just out of the D-League, because they're far from removed from their D-League days. They're better players than they were back then. But they were former D-League players. And no other team in the finals had D-League players <laughs> or the other team. And no other, actually, I don't even think any other team in the playoffs, if I'm remembering these rosters correct, had D-League players. Maybe, maybe the Knicks, maybe the Knicks and maybe the Hawks. But like outside of that, nobody really had D-League players on their roster who were giving you minutes at any point of their career that they were D-League players. So it was just like, all right, there's that uh, narrative. Taylor Horton Turkey, I think, was a D-League player. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I was, I was, that's why I'm trying to. That's the only, I'm that's trying the only to, yeah, I'm trying to think of everybody's roster on the fly, so That's I'm sure I'm missing some players. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm missing some players, but um, but it was just like, where, where's, why is this narrative just to kill like what Giannis did, as far as like his accomplishment, like this, which a friend of mine has said, like the media doesn't like that a foreign player is becoming the face of the NBA, and I'm not sure if that's true necessarily, but when you see the narrative kind of starting to lean towards that way, you know, where they talk about, oh, well, the Nets were hurt and this, that, and the other. But when I think about the Warriors, 
like the Warriors, their first championship, like they didn't really bring up all the injuries. Actually, their whole finals, their whole five straight finals run, a lot of the teams they played against were littered with injuries. And nobody really talks about that. They just talk about the Warriors dynasty. So it's just like, is it because of Giannis and how he is, or is it um, like where does that where does that narrative come from? Like, well, we're literally turning the Bucks into a super team, according to um, um, Stat Jackson. But um, y'all go ahead on that. I don't understand that one. Uh, me either. I, I don't like you, like dog. I don't know what strand of weed he was smoking that day. I don't know. I don't know what drink. I don't know what drink he had in his cup that day. I don't know if Kwame Brown made him say it, but I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like I, it was like I don't know if he was trolling because I was. I know I was talking about it with my coworker. That was like you know, Drew Holiday. It's like, I don't know where he got two way player from because you know he was. It was like that when he shot the ball is only going no actually no um what's it called drew is a two-way player because when he shot the ball it was either going one of two ways toward one sideline or toward the other sideline because he wasn't making baskets <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't shoot well at all in the series. It was like he was uh, like, yeah, I, he played. I think he said. I think specifically, he said defensive player. Yeah, I, I think, think he said defensive. Yeah. But but if anybody said two way player, yeah, the ball was only going two ways toward the bench or toward the crowd because he wasn't making any shots. And um, you got it's like you got Middleton. He's like, oh, he has a closer in Middleton, but what's it called? It's like he is nowhere near. He is nowhere near a superstar for you to even like. Nowhere near a superstar. So he's an all star. I I think he's like we have. I think we have to get. And I'm wondering if that all star because because name me name me five five great um shooting guards in the East. Because it feels like he's uh he's an all-star in the East because there aren't that many well, shooting. Well, he's an all-star because he's in the East. So yeah, that's what I mean, I'm saying. Because <laughs> if he's in the no, West, no, is he making? I, I, what, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. But in all honesty, yeah, because you got who? Bradley Beal. Um, shoot, damn. Yeah, I don't Bradley really know. I, I don't really know what position Jimmy Butler. Zach Levine. Zach, Zach Levine wasn't even an all-star, so it's, that's what I say. I think I think he I think Middleton is more than a forward. Yeah, he is a three. He is a three. Because, He's a three. Because uh, DiVincenzo, DiVincenzo was the two. Um, but like, I mean, even with, if you think about the, the forward, you got Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton. Shoot, yeah, KD. KD's in the East. So he, Jim, and, and and actually, when you think about it, Chris Middleton probably doesn't make the All Star team if KD is healthy. Yeah. Not saying that Chris Middleton isn't a, a, a like Chris Middleton's a a good to very good player. Um, but you know, we also but and then also when I think about All Stars, it's like all right, you know, kind of like what Zero was saying. 
he may have made it because the conference isn't very strong at that position. And then also he could have possibly made it, or when I think about it, there's guys like Kevin Willis who's made an all-star team. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, not saying not saying that um, Kevin Willis was a terrible player, but he wasn't no all-star, but he made an all-star team. Jeff Teague has made an all-star team. Kyle Korver has made an all-star team. So it's just like, now I know Chris Milton's been there twice, I think. And, yeah. But it's just, he his name isn't coming up when you think of the top five or seven players at his position. I think he's I think he's top seven and not top eight. You said he top five. Yeah, name, name five better. Name, name seven well, better. In the seven better in in the East or in the league? Just in in the league. Yeah. In the league, um, and he's a, we're we're going small small forward, right? So yeah. you have yeah, Brian, KD. KD, Jimmy Butler, um. Shoot, I'm trying. Kawhi. I'm trying to think through rosters. Kawhi, yeah, because Paul George is a two. Um, I'm trying to go through rosters. So yeah, he might be. He might be. Um, he might be oh, up there. He, he, he might be up he's there. Man. Um, yeah, I got. I got to think of teams and rosters. Um, hold on, give me one second. Let me just. Uh, let me pull up. The only thing about Chris Middleton is that he shoots in the 40 percent that's it if he was like a 50 percent shooter or even a high 40 percent shooter he would be okay he's yeah no and, and i'm saying he's, I, a, he's a good player I and i don't even want to i don't want to be a, I, don't, I don't even want to like i, I do want to compare him to this guy because i was talking shit about this guy but i i, I really want to compare him to a paul george man i know he's not i guess as, as decorated he might not what what is paul george i mean he got the all-star I, I gotta give him that, but I, I really want to. I really want to compare him to a Paul George type player. Bro. He just he don't have the name like Paul George does. Paul, Paul George is a better player to me, but he has um, more talent. He has more talent. He's a better player too. Paul George has actually been an MVP candidate. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, Chris Middleton would never be that. Middleton <laughs> is a champion. Chris Middleton is a champion. 100%. Yeah, well, he, he, and he, he played he played on a championship team. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, uh, you, you got, you got great, you, you got, they had a, they had a good season. Um, they had a really good season. Um, or even great season, the 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 Bucks did. Um, yeah, Sean, you might be right. You might be top five because I'm I'm looking at this these these teams and just trying to think of who's the power forward and half of the. Um, it, it, Luke Luca is a is a small forward. Um, by Luca position. has a two. They listen. Oh, ri- two. oh, really? Okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so no, you might be right. You might be right. Yeah, because I'm just like, you know, I'm just trying to like, I'm just looking at these rosters and thinking like, who comes straight to my head? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, but they got um, him as a power forward. I don't know if that's because of the lack of bigs or what. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, he he. I, I've never seen him play. Before. Is he a power forward or is he a or is I he will, a three? I, I don't know what they list. I don't know what they list him as, but when he plays, he don't play no power forward. Or at least when I watch their games, he ain't playing no power yeah, forward. So, you know, play, so yeah, he plays smart. But he got to be. Um, he has to be a. He has to be a three. Yeah, because I know Jay, I know Jalen Brown was was the was the two. But um, but like I said, I don't I don't know, I don't know for sure. So, but yeah, no, you you I think you're right. I think you're right, King. I think small forward. He, he could small be forward. yeah at small forward. At small forward, he 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 may very well be a, a top five small forward. Because well, who do we 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 we, we named Kawhi, 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 um, Bron, um, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler. So, 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 like I said, top seven, because because we put we'll put you you'll put um you'll put Jason Tatum yeah you'll put Jason Tatum over him. So yeah, so six six yeah six you could probably make an argument, but I don't I don't see much of an argument for anybody else. I'm like, is small forward really that weak right now? Yeah, because like if Paul George on any other team is a small forward. Hundred percent. You see what I'm saying? So like now that he's with Kawhi, he's a shooting guard. So that bolstered the shooting guard position, but weakened in the league, but weakened the small forward position. Um, um, Andrew Wiggins is trash. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, no, yeah, King Sean was right, definitely. Yeah. So top, top, yeah, he, he's the sixth best small forward. So, but the thing is, does that make what what constitute a super team though? Because the way I've always thought of a super team is three perennial all-stars on the team that were assembled, not drafted. So for example, the Miami Heat, for example, the Boston Celtics, for example, well, uh, yeah, uh, the Boston Celtics the year before. No, because I, I I had to think about it. And I was I couldn't remember how how everybody was acquired. But yeah, free agency. Um, uh, KG was through trade. Uh, they traded they, and that I think that that's what makes me hesitate when it comes to the Celtics. But they were a super team, just to be real about it. But what always made they me were, hesitate, but they underachieved. That's the only reason why they, nobody wants to count they, them. They no, I, I, no, it's actually it's not even that for me. It's because they gave up five players and four draft picks or three draft picks for Kevin Garnett. So it's like you gave up so much of your team to, in a trade. So that's why that's why I've always struggled with it. But no, but like I said, but for, for my definition, it has to be acquired through not drafting. You can draft one player, but if the rest of your all-stars are acquired outside of your team, then you, especially for all in one season for one goal, it has to be considered a super team. Like the Lakers are not a super team, um, the current Lakers right now. Um, but the, and also when it comes to the Cavaliers, the Cavaliers, the year that LeBron went back and spent those four seasons there, are they a super team or are they they're borderline? Because when I think about it, I kept you got three all-stars. Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, 
and uh, LeBron. Curry was an All Star. You said who? Curry was an All Star. Stop it. What's what's wrong with this guy, man? What's wrong with this guy, man? Curry was definitely an all star. Curry had to see in a lottery. Every he won't know. And, and, and guess what? Them handles making him in the all star game. <laughs> 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 this guy Curry was in the Curry and his team and the in lottery. Yes, and one hundred percent him and Deion Waiters. Had their team in the lottery every year. But he was an all-star. So you had Kyrie, who was a multi-time all-star, Kevin Love, who was also a lottery player, who had who was a perennial all-star, and then LeBron. But I'm like, but the Cavs drafted LeBron. But then again, they acquired him through free agency. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, were they a super team? Now, personally, I consider them a super team, but it's like, man, but that's a tough one because LeBron was actually drafted to that team. (laughs) And the Warriors, the Warriors, the Warriors um, became a super team when KD went there. Um, But the last two years, the Cavs went to the finals, though they were not a super team. One, yeah, once Kyrie left, they were no longer a super team. Once Kyrie yeah. left, they were no longer a super team. So, and, and so it's just like, and they're like, oh, LeBron started the super team era. I think when the media talks about the super team, it's because the players got together to go rather than, again, the, the what's it called? K, KG even t- tells a story. He said Kobe never called him back. That's why he didn't go to the Lakers. So you know, so like it wasn't like a like a Paul Paul Pierce and you know Paul Pierce Ray Allen was like a collaborator was like this is what we're doing, like like the uh, like the Warriors did when it came to acquiring Kevin Durant and like LeBron Wade and Bosh did, and they tried to include Melo, but Melo was like, no, I'm getting the bag. So it was Melo before Bosh. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so I mean, it's a, it's a, man, it's tough, man. It's tough because then the Raptors definitely weren't a super team because they, they uh, yeah, the Raptors weren't a super team. Luck and injury, man. Luck and injury, but it, yeah, it goes with the it goes with the NBA every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very true. true, very true. So. All right, so what is Giannis's championship set? Does it change the league now? No. No. Hell no. Why not? He do it again. Uh, he. I want to see him do it again. No, it, I don't think it changes anything. We, oh, we ain't gonna do that. Um, I don't think <laughs> it. Cha- I, I don't think it changes it. Man. Yeah, exactly. It's like, does he? It's like now we have. Can he do it against a a hundred percent healthy Nets team? Can he do it? Yeah, it's like um, here's the problem with because the that's that's what the issue is going to be. It's like oh, they they didn't play a team at full strength. Here, that's going to be the here's excuse. The, here's the problem with the Nets. The Nets ain't never going to be 100%. They got two injury-prone superstars. They can't be trusted to be healthy in the playoffs. That's I just what it that. is. 
James Harden don't really get hurt. So like yeah. you, you know, James Harden was a freak thing. But we can't trust that Kevin Durant's not gonna up. get hurt. Yeah. And we can't and also, trust and, it. Yeah, and we can't, can't trust, trust Kyrie Harden. either. You can't trust James Harden to show up. Yeah. But then you also can't trust Kyrie's been injured every playoffs. Every playoffs he's been in, he's gotten hurt. And Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant's missed entire playoffs more than once. You know what I'm saying? Because when he, so what was it? Like, when he broke it? When he broke his foot or broke his hand? I don't broke, remember which he, one it was. He, he, he missed two. Then that's a lot of people like be hanging on Westbrook. That's when Westbrook took the team over. <laughs> when, when there was nobody else to do the to do it to lead the team. Because and I'm not saying it's Durant's fault that he got hurt, but at the end of the day, actually, you know what? Yeah, it is Durant's fault that he got hurt. And I'm <laughs> in the and I, of course I'm a I'm a Kevin Durant hater. But I'm just saying this dude is always hurt. This dude is still built like a twig. And you, we've seen Giannis go from a twig Frail. To, a, to, you know what I'm saying? To what? To he a clothesline the shit out of you. Bullying people, you know what I'm saying? Because he was in the way we putting in work. We've seen LeBron grow in size. LeBron was never a skinny guy, but you've seen LeBron get some girth on him. And Kevin Durant just refused to do so. Kevin Garnett is another player who was very skinny when he came into the league and then bulked up and, and became a great, you know, a, 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 you know, like just added size because that was necessary to keep his body right so he can make it into deep playoff runs. Kevin Durant's had no interest in that. So yes, he's, now I'm not saying that he don't work on his game, but he don't work on his body enough for me to believe that he's going to. Anthony Davis is another guy. He's he's got he's bulked up a little bit, but he's another guy who doesn't take care of his body throughout the offseason. Um, what's his name? Now, uh, 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 Gordon Hayward. They they you know like he he had a freak injury, but Gordon Hayward is somebody who bulked up from skinny white kid to you know, and you saw his his body transform. Paul George is another guy, and he's and Paul George even changed his game after breaking his leg the way that real he quick. did. So it's like real quick, real quick. Why you say Gordon Hayward? You think Middleton is better than Gordon Hayward? Ooh, that might. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Because of defense, offensively the same. Middleton's a better defender. So yeah, I love and I'm a huge I'm a huge Hayward fan. I'm surprised I forgot about him. I probably because the Charlotte Hornets suck. But and um, that's what I'm saying I think they had uh, last year Tatum playing the four because of Hayward and then for Okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. In a small lineup, in a small lineup, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, Tatum would be a four. So yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I'm just like, yeah, like you've seen so many guys be like transform themselves. Except Durant. Durant's game has been the same. He's just so talented, like he can get away with it. But Durant's game has not changed since he's been in the league for the most part. He got better defensively or put more effort in defensively when he was on the Warriors. But now he's back to not playing defense anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? His game hasn't really changed much. And his body definitely hasn't changed. He's still built like a twig. You know, so and I, what makes I, it worse, he don't, don't brush his hair either. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that's what. Uh, <laughs> yo, it's not even patches. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, that dude got a cul-de-sac. Yo, but I, I but you know, I'm a KD hater. I do not like KD for anything. You know, you know, but um but King Sean King Sean's telling me that Durant is the current best player in basketball. Mm-hmm. I highly disagree. I, but again, I've been a Giannis guy. So I'm I'm gonna I'm trying to be You're biased. unbiased. But I'm I'm trying to be unbiased, but because Durant, like, Durant shoot better? Like it's crazy because I want like, why is wanna... KD better? Why is KD better? Is it because he because if you think about their games, the only thing Durant does better is shoot. He's a better I think Giannis, yes, Giannis never averaged more than four assists this season. The reason why his passing became, I think, this year is because, like I said, Drew, Drew Holiday and Middleton actually started showing up, but not being as consistent as they was. He still never averaged over six assists for the playoffs. That's more than his average. I said he's a better. He's, I've never seen him be such a good passer because he never had the opportunity because he wasn't one of them here when it's been in these walls. But I don't think I don't think that I don't think assist numbers should go into how the pass. Yeah, because you could like, be. You a see great, what I'm saying? Because you could be a great passer, but the offense doesn't really uh, dictate. As, as as he just as he just stated with the his 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 supporting cast hasn't necessarily been the most consistent at making shots, so that can knock your assist numbers down. Durant's played on great teams his entire career, actually, outside of his first few years when he was with Seattle. But Durant's played on great teams. Durant yeah, there's no denying that. Durant has played on great teams. I'm not going to deny that. I mean, again, like I'm, 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 I'm middle of the pack on it because I, I feel a certain type of way. Like sometimes I feel like, like if you win an NBA championship, then you, you are currently kind of top. Like you are the best player in the league. I'm not going to sit here and say that about Andre Iguodala. I can't, can't say that. That's because, that's because we all know Andre Iguodala deserved that. Yeah, we <laughs> didn't deserve that. <laughs> they were doing it to slight LeBron. Real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, if anything, um, with if I would say Durant is currently the best in the league today, um, I would think it would be I um I, I would say that Giannis is better defensively, but it's not like Durant's not a good defensive player. But it will have to come down to offense because Durant can score from anywhere, and 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 um, it feels like it's a knock on Giannis because the narrative of uh, on Giannis is that you don't need that much talent to to uh, go yeah to um drive to the basket and dunk so it don't take that much skill so i know that's a not that'll be a knock on uh Giannis because you know hardens hating ass uh put that narrative out there that it doesn't take that much skill but i would think you hear what Giannis said back to him i think one of chip break no nah, i didn't he said i could have took the easy way out i could have joined the super team he said but i did <laughs> 
No, he no, he did take the easy way out because according to Steven Jackson, he already joined the super team. <laughs> so he's so his his statement is invalid. He didn't have the he's like, he's like you're on a super team according to according to this jackass. But whatever. Because my friend Terrell, who I, I I respect his basketball knowledge more than most people, he also he said, "Hey, it's Durant, then LeBron, then Giannis." When it comes to who's the top three. I again I don't agree with that. Um I don't agree with that. And he was like, cause Giannis isn't very skilled, but being more being skilled versus being the best, it's like, are those two things the same? Because Jokic is more skilled than Giannis. He's not a better player than Giannis. You see what I'm saying? Like, no one's going to be like, oh, yeah, Jokic's a better player. Like, stop it. Um, um, Embiid is more skilled than Giannis. He's not a better player than Giannis. So, like, that's where, that's where, if you're going to talk about, all right, who has the most skills, I can't argue against that. But I've also seen Shaq dominate the league. He was his, he did not have the post moves. Yeah, his skill set was not, was not enough a magician. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Charles Barkley dominate the league. Charles Barkley didn't necessarily have the greatest post moves and things of that nature. For Charles Barkley was, so you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing, I've seen players be the best or one of the best in the game without the most skills, without the ability to shoot score from anywhere. But they were so good at what they do good. <laughs> and you can't, if you, you can't stop them. KD's won scoring titles though, like multiple scoring titles. And I think the only reason why he hasn't doesn't have more than one MVP is probably because he he always played with a superstar. Yes. So yeah, it always eliminates you from the conversation. Yes. Yeah. And, and look at him without a superstar on team on Team USA. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But I mean and I mm-hmm. like I, it's just I, I think that's that's what it goes with KD. And that's where like in a sense that's where it's going with LeBron. I can't say I'm that, I'm saying that's why he hasn't been winning MVPs. I'm not saying Giannis hasn't been MVP caliber. I'm saying that's been the knock against LeBron. He's been playing on super teams. So oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you I see heard, what yeah, I'm saying? LeBron LeBron's been clearly LeBron LeBron should probably have six or seven MVPs if I'm being realistic about it. But he's but because on of the play, team. yeah, he's he's played on um, teams that would that would be like you know he's enhanced by the talent around him rather than him being just the outright even though he is an outright even though he is the outright best player it's it's still hurting him you know so it's just that's just what it is especially if one of his teammates are having a mvp caliber season alongside him you don't you don't have um you you can't pick one or the other, so they so pro, so you they're automatically eliminated. We go on to the next. If you got two players who are in the MVP conversation, you have no MVPs. MVP. Yeah, it's like MVP. like if you have two great quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. <laughs> it's, it's, if that's the uh, if if yeah. the saying goes the same. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't I think Kevin Durant's a great scorer. But, um, you know, like I've seen Kevin Durant get locked down by Chris Paul. 
Like you, like th- these are things that I think of. I'm like, I've seen Kevin Durant bail. Like Kevin Durant's a front runner. I've seen him bail. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it, it, oh, <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, I swear. <laughs> All week I asked myself this question, man, and I switched up my answer when I come on this pod, man. Cause I <laughs> just because I wanted to go back and forth with you. <laughs> and I, I'm just saying, right now you have, you know, of course Giannis won a championship, all that other stuff. So right now you kind of have to give it to him. Also, he beat Kevin Durant um, yeah, in his yeah, in what, his house. Yeah. And that's where that's where I was about to go with it. Like he beat him in his house. Like, and then I, I'm gonna say something that I heard Shannon Sharp say. He said, "Skill." He said, "He said he's a skill." How <laughs> <laughs> does your girlfriend and three other men kiss their young girls? Yeah, basically, basically saying Bron won the title, Kawhi yeah. won the title, and Giannis won the title. Yeah, since KD he, last. And here's the and here's the thing: they all play forward. They all play the same position. I mean, of course, Giannis is a power forward um, by definition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, they all played the front court. You know, and Kevin Durant has, you know, like, I'm just thinking about Kevin Durant. Like I said, I'm a Kevin Durant hater, so I'll never give him best player in the NBA, personally. But, like, like when it comes to him, I'm just like, yo, he's a front runner. Like, he was this close to beating the Warriors, and he joined the Warriors. Uh-huh. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, Could've just ran it back. Runner. Run it back. It's not like they had a bad team. Yeah, they had the talent to go back and- uh... And then, then, then he's on the Warriors, and he's mad that they're not accepting him as the man. No, Steph let you be the man. Steph could've easily been like, all right, bro, like this is still my squad though. And the fans took it as it was still his squad. You just here. You know what I'm saying? We just renting you. And, you know, now I think that's why he went to Brooklyn. But it's just like, yo, like, you've been a front runner your whole career. Or, you know, like, or since since Oklahoma City. And it's just like, yo, we we acknowledge that you're a great player. We acknowledge that you're a skilled player. But I'm like, I'm thinking about, I'm like, okay, Kevin Durant, people be saying he handled the ball like a guard. I don't believe so. I think Paul George handles the ball like a guard. Jason Tatum handles the ball like a guard. Like Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant does not handle the rock like a guard. And neither does Giannis. So I don't think that either one of them have guard handles, but I think their handles, um, what's his name? Kevin Durant probably has a better crossover, but as far as like their actual ball handling, I don't think there's one significantly better than the other. Maybe slight edge to, to KD. But you know, Giannis, Giannis, Giannis is bigger, stronger. Will fight through contact. Will go get it. Will get on, get on the glass. Will chase. He was the hardest playing player. He, he looked like it looked like he was the only one who was trying to win in that game yeah, six. Game six. You know what I'm saying? Like we've never seen that type of effort or like Bobby Porter's. Yeah, you know, BP. <laughs> Like we've seen, we've seen Kevin Durant do work, but we I've never seen it where it's like, yo, Kevin Durant is playing the hardest out there. It was always Russell Westbrook. Nah, I can't say that. I, I, I can't. The game was it game six against the Bucks this year, this finals. I was, I was when KD scored forty nine, I'm gonna drop that fifty piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That was I was that was him carrying that thing by himself. That was offensively. I mean, true, true indeed. You true see indeed. what I'm saying? That's what I'm. That that's true my indeed. point. Kevin Durant is so skilled offensively. We're giving him that because, in all honesty, let's just be real. You play in the park, or you play in, in a gym, you play pickup ball. Whoever getting the most buck is the best player out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but when you thinking about the whole totality of it. It's like Kevin Durant wasn't playing no defense that game because he was doing so much offensively. But then we just watched Giannis and we watched LeBron and we watched Michael Jordan be those guys on both sides. The funny thing about it, I think all those guys that you just named have an actual like moment in the finals where like it's a highlight Kevin Durant don't. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Durant's highlight was making that shot over LeBron and yep. I, like it, I think it was in Game Five or Game One. Game Five. What Game Five? Yeah. So game it was like five. it was just like that's his highlight. But also, also, let's be real. When it comes to LeBron, and this is gonna be a knock against LeBron, but let's just be real about it. LeBron didn't really go out there and contest it like he should have. Nah. I, I mean, yes. I don't think he did. But I think he, but I think he stopped KD from. From penetrating, but I don't think KD wanted to penetrate and penetrate that. That's 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 my thing. That's yeah. my thing. I don't think I, I think Kevin Durant had every intention of like I literally called it when I was watching. I said, "Oh, he about to pull up." Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, and I'm sure LeBron felt that too. But of course, if you overcommit, then he's going around you because he's that good exactly. offensively. So I get, I understand why LeBron didn't. You know, especially him being so far away from the basket, I get why he didn't. But it's just like that's Kevin Durant's, you know. We don't, but we don't have nothing for KD defensively, you know. I think it probably would have been worse if Bron jumped on that. Bron didn't even jump. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You see, that's what I'm saying. He really didn't yeah. contest it like he yeah. should, yeah. you know. And and you, you, we just watched Giannis, like I said, have one of the best finals ever. You know what I'm saying? You, even Dwayne Wade, like I said, those but those three guys that I mentioned, we have highlights in the of them in the finals being the best player on both ends. We don't have that with Kevin Durant because Draymond Green and 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 Klay Thompson were doing all the work defensively. You know, and not saying that and Durant's a good defensive player when he wants to be. The problem is he rarely wants to be. But um Which makes me wonder but, a lot of play a lot of offensive players who are who uh, aren't really good on defense it's like, are they really not, or do, do they really lack playing defense because they have to do so much on offense? Or is like, do we give, are they better defenders than what we give them credit for because of the role they have to play? Or is it just, is defense, it just the defense is effort? Okay. And defense is effort and, 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 and energy. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think um, Dame had said he was gonna when the, the of course with the, the Team USA thing, he was like, you know, that he was gonna show that he was gonna uh, he was gonna show that he's really a good defender, but because of the role he had to play in Portland. But like you said, defense is effort. You don't give that much. So can I really believe that it's really your role on the yeah, offensive end? Because here's here's something, and here's why I know defense is effort. And why, for me, Russell Westbrook being my favorite player in the league, why it disappointed me the years where he was really getting all those triple doubles. 
is he stopped giving the effort as much defensively because he wanted to go get rebounds. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but Russell Westbrook, the first five years of his career, was one of the best defensive point guards in the league. What changed? You know what I'm saying? The F- Not saying that Russell Westbrook don't play with a crazy motor, because he does. But why did you take that? Because you, I remember there was a couple games where dudes gave Russell Westbrook work, and then the next time you saw him play, he locking up. Like, you would see glimpses of lock up, the, like, Russell Westbrook. So it's just, that's why I'm like, it's all effort. And I get, yeah, your role, you might have to score more offensively, but be Giannis, be, I never thought LeBron was an elite defender, but I always thought he was a very good defender. Um, You know, but be Giannis, be Jordan, be Kawhi, be LeBron. Like, no, you not getting buckets on me. Like, at the end of the day, I'm a score, if I score 25, you scoring 23. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you're not outscoring me. Like, those, that's what the mentality some of those guys had. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the time when it came to certain matchups and things of that nature. So it's just like, I, I just don't like it. You see it a lot with point guards, but mm-hmm. I, I, but um, but you see that a lot with a lot of these superstar players. Like, um, you know, James Harden has excellent hands. How the hell has he not led the league in steals? How the hell has he just be, let people go past him? when he has great, excellent footwork and excellent hands, it, it's all effort. Like James Harden should be a top 10 defensive player, at least at, or at least at shooting guard. But he's one of the worst defensive players at shooting guard because he has no interest in it. He's getting paid so much money to score the basketball. So that's why I, I, I'm giving Giannis an edge because he plays both ends. He plays both ends and even though he's not the, as versatile of a scorer as a LeBron or a Kevin Durant at this point of his career, he's do he does it he does what he does so well and nobody can stop him. You, I'm not about to say I'll sit there and be like, all right, well, chalk it up because they're better offensive players. As uh-huh. long as nobody can stop you, you an elite offensive player. I don't care how you get the ball out because Shaq proved that, and big men in general prove that throughout history. Most big men don't have jump shots. Still, uh, what's it called? Um, Giannis is still averaging 28 a game with no jump shot and no free throws. (laughs) You're not about to say it be like, oh, they're exponentially better offensive players because they score in more ways. Ain't gonna argue with you, Skip. Ain't gonna argue with you. Skill. Skill. You want a better dive Mountain Dew case? I'm actually gonna get. I'm act, we spent a lot of time on our topic, so I'm actually gonna get rid of one of our core topics um, on the fly. Um, one thing that uh, King Sean had mentioned last week um, was that you know if he if he knew more about like the 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 Black Revolution growing up, he probably would have chosen a different career path than you know the career that he's in right now and i kind of wanted to break that down because um you know due to uh, especially us as black men due to upbringing circumstances and multitude of other things you 
tend to adjust your path. And um, I mentioned like when, when my son was young, younger, people asked him, you know, oh, are you gonna be a, a football player or a basketball player when you grow up? And my son is not a sports fan. Um, so it's just, you know, so, I mean, he likes playing basketball, but he, he doesn't watch basketball. He doesn't watch any sports at all. So um, I guess I wanted to talk about like dreams, goals, passion, what you're passionate about. Um, you know, we can go ahead into a, um, into a circle, whoever wants to start. But um, like, actually, no, I actually know it. No, I want to start with you, King Sean, because because you you're the reason for this topic. Um, I guess what what was it that you wanted to do when you were little coming up? Let's just start with that. I definitely wanted to be a lawyer, man. Like I said, let me let me start this off by saying it's crazy that you even brought this topic up because literally yesterday I was uh, listening to uh, Emmanuel Acho. He's a uh, he's a uh, an analyst on Speak for Yourself. He was on all the smoke on the interview, and he just had a quote to me. It stood out to me, but he said the reason why people fail is because they give up what they want the most for what they want to have. Mm. Basically, meaning like say like if you want to be I guess a football player, let's just use that for instance. Mm. If you want to be a football player or something like that, you see a lot of like a lot of people that are in the streets now. Are people that you know that could have been somewhere because they got that quick opportunity right then and there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying it, it, it didn't come, it didn't come as quick as they wanted. So basically, people will give up what they want for in the future for what they want right now, for what they have right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to lead off with that. But basically, like I said, I wanted to be a lawyer, a lawyer, man. And I guess having my just I guess circumstances and me having kids early, I had to do something different. I never even really pushed that or pursued that, and I, I got lazier in school as I got older. I'm not going to say I was a straight A student, but I wasn't no like C's and like that. I was probably in the middle of the pack A B. It's not that I didn't know what I know now; it's just that I didn't understand what I understand now. And like I said, I understand that nothing's going to change without legislation, and I understand what a lot of people back in the day were fighting. For. Like more, I guess, at a grown and mature adult. <clears throat> so basically, like I said, like I, I've never been the one to, per, I guess, like push things on my kids and like that. I, I tell my kids they can be whatever they want to be, but I do want to educate my kids on certain things. So like, if they ever, I guess, feel like I want to inspire my kids to do something that I guess means more than just I guess them it, it goes it goes past them it goes to their kids you know what I'm saying like I want them to understand certain things but again I would never push something on them but that's pretty much all I gotta say so um Zero I'm gonna come to you in a second but I just want to kind of dig deeper into that um alright so how old were you when you had your oldest I was 16 I, I just turned 17 16 she was pregnant Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Before that, I was living a crazy life in, in Baltimore. I had been locked up once for doing some dumb shit, like carrying uh, 
a knife on school property and I was some drugs as well. Mm-hmm. But I was I was definitely going down like a, a bad road down there in Baltimore after yeah. moving down here to the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh I, I don't I don't screw up some opportunities and I don't take advantage of some opportunities, man. I feel like that's the reason why I have the opportunity that I have now, especially with buying a house, because of the job that I have now. I got lucky. Like yeah. I, I I feel like it, I don't want to say like I'm just a hundred percent lucky. Like it took some hard work, but when the opportunity mm-hmm. came, I took advantage. Like I didn't I didn't bullshit, and that's all I can say for myself. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this: now that your kids are older and things of that nature, would you consider going after it again? Or are you just kind of like moved off of that? Moved off that. The reason being is because, <clears throat> like I said, if I, if I was to do that, I would go I would go full on into it. And when I say going full on into it, I feel like I would have to dedicate my life to that. Like, like seriously, mm. dedicate my life to that. And being as though I have kids and I have a connection with my kids, I don't want to. I don't want to put myself or my family under that type of like anything, any type of thing like that. Mm-hmm. So, so if I knew what I knew now, not saying that I would wait to have kids, but like I would, I would make sure any person that I was with would know that I'm pretty much like how Fred Hampton was. Like I dedicated my life to this. Mm-hmm. When I gave my life, I, I gave my life to the people. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and mm. that's what I would do. Like I, I would still have kids. That's what she wanted to do, but I would let her know. And my kids know she will. At this point, I, I, I can't say that I'm sitting here and, and and I don't want to sound like a like, like I won't I won't die for my people, but I want to live for my people in a sense. Mm. Especially when I live for my kids. Mm. Mm. No, I got you. Um, zero zero so um of course uh, i've known you know you know i've known you my entire life um literally so uh so i know i know what a lot of what has gone on in your life but um most of the people don't so what was the thing that you were passionate about and um, what what would you say is the reason why you're not doing it? Um, like when I was when I was a kid, like you know, um, before I ever thought that I could ever like play football or anything, I thought it was just an adult thing. So I wanted to be a bus driver. Like that was my. It's like that's what I knew best. I knew where to go, wherever in the city. That's what I wanted to do. Wanted to be that person that took people where they wanted to go. Moved down to here, and I thought football could be a possibility. But um, it was my own. What made me veer off of being, you know, doing football was me getting in my own way. Like, um, I was, it was like, they, you know, um, we went to First Colonial. They wanted me to be on the football team. We, I was practicing with the team and everything. And then 
I then um I had lost confidence when our mother passed away. Then when I thought that I can get back into it, I didn't have the grades to do it. Then um, one thing really where I should have used it as motivation, I didn't. Um, I I went to I went to New York. That's some um, twenty ten. I went to New York. And I said I wanted to play. I said I wanted to play footballs, like you know, even if it was for a semi-pro team. I just wanted to do the. Sp- I just wanted to do the sport that, like, I loved doing. And I was told, "Why don't you do something more realistic?" And because I took those words to heart as negative. I I just stopped trying to I just stopped I just didn't want to do it anymore even when even when Lando was willing to help me out I'd still no matter what it is that I said I, in my mind I just couldn't believe it and what made it what made me change yeah that's what made me change it up change up what I wanted to do because I didn't have the confidence in myself to think that I could actually be able to pursue it because I can have all the talent in the world, but if I don't have it all up here, it's it's just wasted. So now, so now it's like the only what I'm I would like to teach because um even if it's not through sports i want to make i want to make a difference in children's lives cuz a lot of times kids don't it's like they don't really have a role model to look up to and i really would like to like I'm, I'm looking into it. I'm going to pursue becoming a teacher because I would love to be a role model to I would love to be a role model to kids that don't have that in the environments that they're in. It's like I see it all the time in my neighborhood. Kids kids like my daughter's age cursing other kids out like it's like there's no positive reinforcement. I would like to give some positive reinforcement and not and try to help a child go down a road that I couldn't go down because I didn't have that because I didn't have that positive reinforcement. Honestly, I really is. Yeah, so I change. Yeah, so it's like I don't want to look even with my kids. I don't want them to go down the same path that I did and feel like and feel in a sense helpless like they can't like they can't pursue what it is that they want to pursue i felt like i couldn't because of the fact that i lost confidence in myself and i never regained it before it became too late so um for me 
I guess the very first thing I wanted to be was a doctor. Okay. So it's like, why did you want to be a doctor? Everything I ever wanted to do had one goal in mind. Get my mother out of the hood. So everybody said that doctors were rich. So I wanted to be a doctor. I actually just realized just now that I just wanted to be rich. <laughs> it had nothing to do with anything else. So um, I have a similar story to Zero, of course, because he's my brother, but, um, and I've I mentioned in past episodes how much I hated him because he was so gifted at sports and I wasn't. But um, I remember, I remember, you know, wanting to be a doctor, you know, in the school, making sure, you know, I knew everything. I still had that, um, I still had that drive to know. I still thirst for knowledge a lot. Um, but I remember when Michael Jordan had signed a $33 million deal, I said I wanted to play in the NBA. Because I heard what doctors mean. I heard that doctors were millionaires. But when I heard 33 million, I said, oh, I'm going to the NBA. So um, I started playing basketball. And um, after a few years of playing basketball, I was like, man, I'm working so hard to be an average basketball player. Like, this ain't what God had for me. Like I was bust, man, when I tell y'all I was busting my behind every single day, working on my jump shot, working on my dribble, working on my defense, working on everything I could think of, pulling up, pulling up articles on how to improve your jump shots, finishing at the rim, practicing those things. I'm telling you, I did everything. And I was like, man, there's so many people who are so much better than me. Like, this ain't for me. So, um, and I mentioned this in the podcast before um, where we watched this show called um, The Secret, Life of, Secret Lives of the Filthy Rich. And um, that's when I said, okay, no, I, I'm mil millionaire enough. I want to be a billionaire. And my mother was like, well, there ain't no billionaire NBA players. I was like, yeah, you're right. And I said, okay, well, I want to draw. And she goes, draw? Like, why do you think drawing's gonna make you that much money? I said, well, don't Walt Disney draw? Now, Walt Disney's been dead for 20 some years at this point. But I was like, don't Walt Disney draw? I want to be the next Walt Disney. I didn't know that Walt Disney Company was a billion dollar company at the time. I didn't know anything about that stuff, but it actually was back then and it continues to be but um i was like yeah that's what i want to do so i started drawing 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 i got better 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 um you know to the point where my art teachers were like yo you need to put your stuff in art shows and stuff like that and um everything i ever everything i ever wanted to do i committed to, i committed to it 
like like I said, when I wanted to, when I wanted to play basketball, like I and I, that, that's why I follow it so much now because I still had that love for it. Um, but it was just like boom, like no, I'm playing, I'm going to the NBA. Um, and uh, and then you know, I had my son at 18. And, um, you know, everything became about kind of what um, Acho said, Emmanuel Acho said, where it was like, I, I gave up where what I wanted for really what I needed at the moment, which was income. Um, and, you know, of course, when you when you're working and working all day every day you don't got time to draw so you know that kind of fell to the wayside um then i started making i started i was like well i still want to be a ceo so i got into sales and uh i've been good at sales i've made good money in sales you know i started my first business when i was 20 how was i 22 22, 23, um, you know, was making really good money. Uh, and um, of course that business failed and went right back to sales because that's what I knew. That's what made me the most money, the fastest money, legally anyways. And, um, and uh, you know, just, I, bit, I just kind of got stuck in it. I went to a Comic-Con I met this guy, he was like, yo, when I was 27, I was 27 at the time. He was like, yo, I quit my job, cashed in my 401k, I started writing comics. And now he's one of the, you know, top people for Wizard Wizard World for their comic, for the Comic-Cons. And, um, you know, I'm nowhere near where he's at, but I was like, you know, I, I'm gonna pursue this. And then, um, you know, end up getting divorced, getting, you know, get into a relationship, breaking up, having to move from place to place because, you know, a lot of stuff was going on. And um, I finally, over the last couple of years, got some stability. And, uh, and you know, I've just been back at it. So it's just like, you know, when I get, you know, when I talk about the podcast and trying to grow the podcast, you know, or, or um, you know, drawing or something like that, it's like, you know, it's because I think this is going to make me a billionaire. And if I'm a billionaire and the billion dollars was never about me, it was never about cars and houses. I just remember that show saying you didn't have to, you couldn't spend a, you couldn't spend a billion dollars if you bought everything you wanted, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, so, so what is that going to do for the rest of my family? What is they going to do for generations to come? So it's never been about me. The only thing I've ever wanted is an Aston Martin. That's 300 grand. How much more I, I, I can't buy everything else. You know what I'm saying? So that's what, like, they were right when it came to that. If I bought everything I wanted, even the type of house I wanted, I might, or I would make, make up in my mind, I'd probably spend $300 million. I'm still not, I'm a third into a billion dollars buying everything I can think of. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, that's building a hundred million dollar house on top of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, 
So that's what it was for me. But, um, you know, the Bible says that your gifts will make room for you. You know, like God gave you a gift and you should use that gift to accumulate wealth. And I'm not, not necessarily meaning wealth as far as money, but just wealth as far as your overall life, you know, a comfortable life for yourself. So what would y'all say you're gifted at or passionate about? Are you passionate about what you're gifted at? One thing, and also whatever you're gifted at, could you maybe, do you think you can maybe start to create secondary income off of your gift? Yeah, you muted zero. I don't know because um I was passionate about drawing, but um yeah, I was um I was passionate at drawing, but um probably probably that because um I started getting back into it because uh my daughter's um they had a a cheese it box yeah they're eating cheese it so they had a cheese it box <laughs> and my youngest yeah jigglypuff she walked up to me and said daddy can you uh, daddy draw anna because it was the uh, frozen box and I was like, oh, I really don't want to draw this. It's like, I really don't care much about drawing. And she it was like, all right, since it's, it's like, it's you, you're asking me. So, and I drew it in pen and it was like almost identical to the picture on the box. So it was like, just, just them. And then what was it? Uh, Jelly Ball asked me if I could draw Elsa, and I drew Elsa for her. The other side of the box. So I was like, they made me feel like I could just go. It's like I could, if I put more, put effort into it, I can actually get back into. Cause I, cause like Lando knows, used to draw a lot. So it was like. I think that I could, if I get a pat, if I, um, if I get more consistent with it, then I pro, I probably believe that I could do something with that. Mm-hmm. Singing, I don't, I just do it for fun. I'm not like too many Dang. times. For, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Oh, oh, no, 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 you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sing now. No, I'm not singing nothing today. <laughs> not, not with this. No, not with this stuff. He knows. So I'll probably do it next week. But um, what's it called? <laughs> you sound like you low on transmission fluid right there. <laughs> no, but, um. What's it called? Uh, I've been I've been forced. Yeah, fo- folks have been trying to force me for years to do that. And it was like, nah, 
it's like i'm not i'm not invested in that for me to do that so it's like drawing would be the way because used to do it all the time you remember we would record uh dragon ball z episodes <laughs> and how and i would pause the videotape where I, of what I wanted to draw and I had to draw it before the tape stops <laughs> so I know I gotta rewind it and get back to that spot again <laughs> yeah so I think drawing will be it okay. me I think I, 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 I think I realized it probably about a year or two ago but and I honestly I wanted to thank y'all at the beginning of the show because y'all gave me a platform to really do I think when I first reached out, I wanted to like found some ideas just so I can be a part of this one, man. It's just it's really been an honor for for. But I, I like communicating, man, and just teaching people like how he was saying at the beginning. Like I like to teach and lead people, man, train people. And just something about like teaching, training people, and then seeing somebody become something of themselves or or, mm-hmm. or something work for them, and then you like yo, like I had a hand in it, you know, man. Like mm-hmm. it just feels good. Mm-hmm. Good man, like I, I, and being out here delivering all the time, I see a bunch of kids all the time. They come up to me, hey, what's up, Mister UPS man? You, what's on the truck? What's on the truck? Like, boxes, man. That's all I got on the truck. <laughs> which, which, yeah, yeah, I ain't getting none of these boxes. But at the same time, what y'all doing in school? At the same time, what y'all doing in school? Are we doing good? We doing good? How many? How many states is in America? You know what I'm saying? How many stripes on the flag? How many stars on the, on the flag? Yeah, like, yeah. like, stuff like that. You get it right, I get my dollar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or if they, if they got a package, like, hey, if I got a couple packages that go to their house, hey, man, like, come help me out. I'll give you a dollar. You help me out with these packages. And like, yeah. teaching them the value of a dollar, teaching them, you know what I'm saying? Just hard work, teaching them, like, they, they need education in this like, mm. I, and I try to do that with any and everybody, man. Not just with kids, but with anybody. Period. Anybody that, that want to listen and is, is, I guess, blessed to listen with me, or, or even be a part of my company, and vice versa. Mm. I'm, I'm willing to do it, man. I'm willing mm. to do it, like I said. Yeah, because me and Lando, we be good teachers. We were teaching. Remember when we uh, when we taught the little white boy a lesson at uh, Great Neck? Mm-hmm. Or at least I did. It's like this, this short white kid. <laughs> it's like the short white kid. He was about like what eight or nine years old, talking so much trash. <laughs> and he came to our side of the court. Uh, I think uh, I think Loranda had showed up. He came to our side of the court, and he was just talking. He was talking so freaking spicy. He was, yo, he was on some Texas Pete type of stuff. I ended up guarding him. He ain't scoring points. <laughs> And I walked up to him and I was like, I think his brother was with him. He was talking so much trash to his brother and his friend. And we had, I think we ended up playing three on three. It was, I think it was me, you, and Miranda versus him, I think Hassan and his brother. And I put my arm around that kid after he took that ass with it. I was like, yo, you really need to learn how to humble yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I don't oh. remember that at all. Yeah, it was um, like he got taught a real good lesson that day. So for me, for me, I was like, for me, it was like I, I was hearing somebody he said, "God gave you ten talents, 
and he wants you to use all 10 of them. So one thing I know I'm good at is talking. I've been in sales my whole life, you know, since I've been 19. I'm 33 now. Um, one thing I was gifted with was, um, you know, the ability to absorb knowledge. So, and I also, I was, I was, I was pretty good at, I was pretty good at drawing. Um, and like I said, I worked, I worked on, I worked on that. I worked on it. I worked on it. Um, I, I don't think I'm as good as I could have been if, if it wasn't for, you know, so many hiatuses in my life where it kind of took me away from it. But, um, you know, now it's gotten back to the point where it's like, okay, like I, I'm getting, I can see myself getting better and better. Um, you know, um, we plan on dropping the Black History Coloring book next year, a comic book next year. Um, you know, so I'm already, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely living it now. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want to die thinking what if. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, no, like, yeah, all right, if I don't become a billionaire, that like, it is what it is. That wasn't for me. But like, nobody can tell me that, oh yeah, you weren't a billionaire, so you lost. But if I become, if I'm worth $50 million by the time I'm die, dead, like then I lost. Like I'm, I'm a kid from a ro one bedroom, roach infested apartment in Brooklyn, New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't tell me I lost. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, uh, so the my 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 passion has always been to do for to do more for others than myself you know so but my gifts i believe i'm pursuing them now so starting the podcast um you know eventually you know turning into you know maybe a youtube channel or something like that um you know i used to be so i used to think about zero and it's like yo man he's so talented like he's the most talented person i know and i was just like and you know not, nothing against anybody but then when i thought about it, i'm like yo no he's not like i'm the most talented person i know and it's not to brag like no i i think i i think when it comes to sports zero definitely more talented than i'll ever be but i'm like no nah, i i draw better than him. i talk better than him. i I don't sing better than but it's just like, you know, like, no, I, I'm, I'm funny too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't gonna act like I'm a good singer, but I'm like, you know, I sing too. I, you know, like I'm entertaining too. I, you know, so it's just like, and again, I, I think I draw better than zero because I put more work into it. So it's not even like a whole, like, oh, I was just born naturally better than him. Cause I don't know that for sure, but I know I've been good at drawing my entire life. You know what I'm saying? I know I've been good at talking for my entire life. I know I've been good at absorbing uh, information my entire life because I was able to read since I was two. You know what I'm saying? I was able to read before I could talk. So it's just like, you know, so it's just communicating things of that nature. And that's why I feel like I'm pursuing it now. And I set a goal for myself. I'm gonna be worth a million dollars by the time I'm 35. I got two years. I tell you all right now, my net worth is maybe $10,000 right now, but that's not going to change. Like, that's definitely going to change rapidly with some of the things that I got planned. 
and I'm definitely bringing y'all with me, but it's just like, you know, it's just, I don't want, I don't want nothing to stop me from here on out. And I'm not going to let nothing stop me from here on out. Cause I've made, I've, I've allowed other people to put their limitations on me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, for what? Like, just because you can't do it, that don't mean nothing to me. Like, okay, you suck. That don't mean I suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, oh, man, you, you sure you want to do that? Yes. I've been saying this since I was 14. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's not your dream. You're not supposed to understand it. It's not yours. I never wanted it to be yours. Well, I'm not going to let it be yours anymore. Like, that's the decision I made a couple of years ago, and it's changed drastically in my life, my life drastically. You know, I'm happier now. I don't feel like depressed and things of that nature like I used to a few years, you know, three, four, five years ago. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, like, you know, when I cry now it's tears of joy. It's not tears of depression. So it's just like, you know, it is like now I'm like, yo, you know, if you, I, God is real. Like I feel God now that I'm doing this. Like, you know what I'm saying? I never felt God before. I feel God now. And it's just like, I'll never forget. I was listening to this uh, CD and they said, if, if something always comes to your mind, for me, it was drawn. If something always comes back up, no matter what you're doing, you're like, man, I should really be doing this. It's your soul crying to you. And as, and then, and I don't know why I forgot it, but like I said, maybe two and a half, three years ago, I remembered it. And I was like, yeah, like my soul, my soul's been crying too long. I'm 30, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm 33 now. And it's just like, you know, there's certain things that I have to do before I can make it like a main, main income driver or anything like that, as far as investments and passive income and things of that nature. Excuse me. But that's the goal now. And so like, that's that's the only thing I care about right now. And I gotta still build in the meantime, you know what I'm saying? Of course, me having a young baby now, sometimes gets in the way, but it's like, no, you gotta find time. And that's where I do. Like when she takes a nap, I get pen and paper. You know what I'm saying? I always bring a, a sketchbook with me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like working and working and working. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I don't think my skills are up there yet to be doing the comic book, but um, the coloring book, definitely. Um, but that's why I'm like, yeah, I gotta make sure I'm here at this level so I can produce a comic book, whether it's a web comic. I was like, I'm hitting comic cons. I'm doing all that stuff. I, like, this is what I feel like I'm supposed to do. And this is how I feel I'm supposed to change the world. So, you know, so that's just, that's just you my actually, thing. If you actually drew that first logo, bro, I think you could do comics. No, here's, here's, when it comes to comics, it's not about just the characters, though. I'm not very good at background stuff. So you gotta, okay, like, yeah, 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 you see, guess, and, yeah. and, you know, and then also, you know, when it comes to having perspective, right? There's a lot of stuff that goes into a comic book. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm not skilled characters, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. You know, but I've been doing characters my entire life. So I'm like, I need to become a more versatile artist. Or maybe if I don't ever come to that level, I may have to collaborate with somebody who's a better background artist than myself. And I don't mind doing that because I'm okay with sharing the world. As long as I as long as I hit to where I need to hit, I'll take anybody's help. You know what I'm saying? So so that's why, you know, I, I want to be able to see the world. Like, you know what I'm saying? My my I was my goal, and I think part of that is why I slowed down at the, like my, when my mother died, there was nobody to get out the hood no more. 
So I think that's why I started letting people, other opinions start to get to me. Where it's like, oh, you need to get a real job or, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I'll never forget what really made me go like really hard on my drawing. I was watching a YouTube video, this girl who's an excellent artist. She could, her name is uh, Kirsty. Um, excellent artist, fantastic. And um, she goes, this is how I make 250,000 a year drawing. <laughs> Excuse me? What did you just tell me? Everybody been telling me my whole life you can't make money drawing. This girl is a YouTuber making 250 a year drawing. And then I click on that video and there's 10 other videos. How to make six figures. Oh, hell no, y'all been lying to me my whole life. I should have stuck on the path. But I let other people tell me nonsense. And it's just like, no, nah, and that's what, like, where I really, and that really opened my eyes. Like I said, I've been happier since. So, um, so I def, and the reason why I wanted to have this conversation is because I want that for all of us. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, at the end of the day, it's not about us, but it is about us. You know what I'm saying? Like, our kids deserve more, and our kids have more than what we had growing up. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to me, my kids deserve the world. And my daughter, my Cocoa Puff, she's gonna get way more than my older kids. And I'm upset that I've done them a disservice because they're gonna be much older by the time I hit the hit this lottery. But, you know, she's gonna have a completely different life than they did. But I'm 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 happy to know to and I, I not believe. I'm happy to know that they will have not only a great teenage life, but a great adult life to where they don't gotta worry about anything. So, you know, but that's just, you know, that's just how I feel. And that's why I want to have this conversation. I'm actually going to skip the quick hits today because um, we ran kind of long, but, um, but, and you know, if, if there's anything I want to add before we go into the part and shots, feel, please feel free. Uh, I just, like I said, I always wanted to be a leader, man. And as crazy as it seems, like I, when I was young, I was more so that she said when I get older that I was going to be a leader she said, <laughs> she said sometimes you got to know how to follow and follow the direction to be a leader mm -hmm. she said so she said eventually you're going to be a leader and I guarantee you that's what you you're going to be able to lead people and mm -hmm. it's crazy my boss told me about four or five years ago because I pretty much was a supervisor inside of UPS and he was like man like it's crazy I can put you anywhere and like it, the area runs like it, it seems like it runs itself and you don't even necessarily have to be in the area and I said because mm -hmm. like, pretty much a lot of people respect me mm -hmm. I said and, and that's pretty much how it goes and he was like man he said I've never seen a, a person like that can, a, that can lead a group of men to do anything he said I feel like you can literally lead them to eat shit and they would do it Mm. And I said, I said, probably, I said, but I mean, I'm not saying I would, obviously, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like that. I said, but probably, I said, but that's the respect that they have for me, the yeah. respect that I give them back as well. I said, that's mm -hmm. all it is about, is mutually respecting people mm -hmm. at the mm -hmm. end of the day, agreeing to disagree, understanding people's culture, being able to, stay, being able to move around and, and do different things in people's culture, 
<clears throat> like I'm pretty sure like most of us are able to do most most people that's how we can get along with certain white folks and, and, and go to certain cookouts and certain events because we mm-hmm. know their culture we understand the culture we understand that that's not our thing but at the same time like we can agree to disagree to be peaceful so mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna leave it on right there yeah zero I don't have anything more to add um one one thing I want to just touch on before we get to the party shots. Um, I got a friend uh, I work with now. We sold cars together. Um, now we sell furniture together. But um, uh, Donovan, uh, aka DZ Flyboy, anybody who listens to this podcast, follow him at DZ Flyboy. Um, you know he was talking. He was always talking about manifesting and. Ever since I knew him, he wanted to buy this uh, Charger, Charger, Challenger, Challenger Hellcat. And um, maybe about a month ago, he bought it. You know what I'm saying? And this this Hellcat's an $80,000, $90,000 car. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, he, he is, he's been a shining example of manifesting something. And I have, you know, like I said, we used to be, I've spoken about him before on the podcast. We used to be very close friends. And I saw him work hard and not achieve anything. And um, I've seen, you know, Deezy do the same thing. And I'm like, man, well, shoot, is my, was my other friend just talking? Because DZ does. You know what I'm saying? Like, and what I mean by like, now I'm not talking about talks. I'm talking about like, he does. He's active. And he was active in uh, pursuing this vehicle and he got it. And, um, and it's just like, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't about lip service. And, you know, I, I was so proud of him when he pulled up in that bright yellow Hellcat, talking about the Hellcat key, the red eye key. <laughs> with 797 horsepower and all this other stuff and um, you know he's he's done so well for himself I'm proud of that dude and I wish him nothing but the best from here on out he's been a blessing in my life so far um, and I've had to know him for very long but um, you know just you know I, I want all of us to manifest everything that we want for ourselves and for our family and also for each other um, but uh, but yeah I just want to give him that quick that quick shout and um, but uh, any but what what let's go to the parting shots, man. Any parting shots, zero? No, not today. Basically, right. my parting shot was at the beginning. I got you. I got you. What you got, King Sean? Probably the first time I'm gonna leave you with nothing to my. Hey, hey, that's all good. That's all good. That's all good, man. My parting shot, man. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> this has been the Between Brothers podcast. <laughs> Thank you, you. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> he was going through that one, man. All week. All week. Oh, oh I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Oh no, but um 
but you know, you know, uh, but you know, shout out to shout out to Giannis for his championship um, win, and um, shout out to a super and, team. Uh, <laughs> and um, but my my real partner shot, you know, don't don't like chase chase your gifts, like chase your gifts. Don't chase money. Don't chase women. Don't chase cars and clothes and material stuff. Like chase your gifts. I'm, I've watched so many people make money from what they're gifted at and be happy and be well from what they're gifted at. That they should you should just stick to that. And find um, out what you're good at. Yeah, find, out you're good at. Fi- find out what you're good at first, and then be pat. Then develop passion for it because that's what you've been blessed with. So, and that's what I'm doing. That's what, you know, I'm gonna help my brothers do here on the podcast and who ain't on the podcast um, because, you know, I wanna be a gift to the world. But um, but yeah, that's my partner shot, man. You know, find your gifts, be passionate about your gifts and manifest your life that you, that you imagine. But yeah, that's it for me, man. It's been a great podcast. Appreciate you guys being Thanks. here. This is Between Brothers Podcast. We'll see you next week.